Welcome to Park Ave Baptist Church Podcast. A weekly broadcast of our Sunday sermon. I'm Himra Chanel, pastor of community engagement and stewardship. And I'm Darcy Jarrett, pastor of worship, advocacy, and arts. Park Ave is a bold, inclusive, and creative community where everyone is welcome. We uplift voices and identities that are marginalized elsewhere. We affirm all ethnicities, racial identities, ages, socioeconomic groups, gender identities, and sexual orientations because we hold to a theology that refuses to other anyone. At Park Ave, our leadership model is non-hierarchical. And we practice an open pulpit where you will hear a multiplicity of theologically trained voices from different backgrounds and social locations. We don't just preach and talk about deconstructing systems and structures of power. We We practice practice it. Through this podcast, we hope you will be inspired, encouraged, and challenged. Listen Listen with with us now. Like babies in Christ, I gave you milk to drink instead of solid food because you weren't up to it yet. Now you are still not up to it because you are still unspiritual. Mm. When jealousy and fighting exist between you, aren't you unspiritual and living by human standards? When someone says, I belong to Paul, and someone else says, I belong to Apollos, aren't you acting like people without the spirit? After all, what is Apollos? What is Paul? They are servants who helped you to believe. Each one had a role given to them by the Lord. I planted, Apollos watered, but God made it grow. Mm. Because of this, neither the one who plants nor the one who waters is anything. But the only one who is anything is God who makes it grow. The one who plants and the one who waters work together, but each one will receive their own reward for their own labor. We are God's co-workers, and you are God's field, God's building. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Well, look at who it is. What are you doing here? I'm coming to play in the dirt a little. You don't strike me as the gardening type. I have never seen you get your hands dirty. Well, I like to water. That's not gardening. Well, what can you do? You don't exactly strike me as the gardening type either. Only the most important part, I bring the seeds. Anyone can hold the seeds. It can rain all day. The only thing you're going to grow is a mud puddle. Well, no one likes brittle, dusty seeds. Dried fruits are only tasty after they've been grown and ripened. Water is just wet. Well, seeds don't always grow. My seeds are one of a kind. My water is the best around. Glad to see that you guys are out here today. What's going on here? Apparently getting my seeds knocked over. Can you please tell this one that uh, you invited me because the water from my well grows anything? Uh Uh-uh. Switch. What? What? You heard me. Switch. You guys are over here bickering like a bunch of children. I mean, let's start from the beginning. You probably don't know how the other functions, so switch. Come on. I will do no such thing. Oh, you can do it. You have to. See, I have the dirt, all right? There ain't going to be no planting, no gardening, none of that, unless you guys switch. Come on. 
one so bad. You know, this is actually some really good water. Well, my water can grow anything. It's fresh from my private well. These uh, seeds really are the richest that I've seen. I picked them myself, you know, from my fruit last year and dried them just for today. You see, that's why I have both of you guys here. I see where we can grow an amazing garden, but I can't do it with just my dirt. I mean, why don't we partner up? Come on, Park Avenue, let's make something amazing. Thank you all for allowing me to be here this morning. It is always a privilege to stand before someone in the pulpit. Thank you, Pastor Darcy, and to Park Avenue Baptist Church for being one of my spiritual homes, even though you haven't seen me on Sunday morning. I've done work with Created to Create. And so I know this, uh, icon, the, the building really well. So I'm glad to also get a chance to know you all. We've already heard for our hearing the scripture, but I'd like for us to use and meditate for a few minutes on the idea, the common purpose. Growing up, we played a game called Punchinella. Not to be confused with the Italian puppet, the game was often played during recess, though it may be called Punch and Netta or Punchinello because no one actually knows how it was spelled. <laughs> See, the class would stand in a circle and one by one each person would have their turn in the middle of the circle. We would chant, look who's here, Punchinello, Punchinello. Look who's here, Punchinello in the shoe. And then the circle would ask, well, what can you do? Punchinella, Punchinella, what can you do? Punchinella in the shoe. And then the person would probably lend their unique gift to the process, typically like a little dance or a silly movement. And then the group would be like, well, we can do it too. Punchinella, Punchinella, we can do it too. Punchinella in the shoe. And then the group tries to mimic whatever the person in the center is doing often failing. <laughs> Lastly, having accomplished the task, the person in the middle chooses a partner and says, choose your partner, Punchinella, Punchinella, choose your partner, Punchinella in the shoe. And then someone else gets to showcase their talents. See, now I'll admit I had to look up the words to remind myself of what they were, and I found out that I should have been saying Punchinella, what a fellow, um, but I didn't know because in African-American vernacular, we just change things around and make them our own. <laughs> and so even then, this game, though, however, was a unique form of solidarity. Because you see, at, at some point in time, everyone had to be in the center, and everyone had to be vulnerable enough to showcase their talents, and had to be vulnerable to allow the community to see who they were and what they were made of, and hope that the community would accept them for what it is that they bring to the table. See, now in the epistle today, Paul is writing to the church in Corinth. See, the congregation in the city of Corinth had a few things going on in the church they had gotten a little off focus. Let me explain. See, Corinth is a little town about 45 miles south-southwest of Athens with wealthy members who often disrespected the poor. See, Paul spent 18 months planting the church, establishing the rules and the guidelines. And then Paul installed Apollos as the pastor and moved on to Ephesus where Paul had been for three years. And see, while this is an established protocol for how the new churches would operate, not everyone was happy when Paul left, which caused just a little dissension. 
You see, Paul was a well-loved pastor, and they compared Paul to Opolis all, and I mean, um, compared Paul and Opolis to each other. And it kind of made some things a little tight because they were always thinking, well, Paul wouldn't do that. Well, Paul wouldn't do that. Well, Paul wouldn't do that. And so what would happen is you'd have some people who would prefer Paul and would talk about what they thought that Paul should do, and other people would have aligned themselves with Opolis, and they would reject the people who went with Paul. They were, in fact, playing a half a game of Punchinello, focusing more on the look of, look who's here, and what can you do? And what is the consequence of this? It leads to not seeing the fullness of a person. It leads to making assumptions and being short-sighted. It leads to creating a culture that neglects the least of these and only sees the one who speaks the loudest, place themselves strategically to get opportunities, but don't work for the whole. See, it leads to a society that would jail the least of these for no reason, stop and frisk, and over punish those who at least have had, or at least punish most the ones who least of these, even if they have committed a crime, so that they got higher sentences. See, it leads to a society that wars over, uh, wars over people receiving their most basic needs. It leads to a society that will, to what will convolute its belief system so that the things that are immoral are law and the basic humanity is outlawed. Can you hear them calling? Look who's here. The congregation at Corinth was all one spiritual community, but they failed to see each other as anything other than just flesh. Look who's here. Instead of being a thriving church community, the people of Corinth othered and isn't the congregation, the people with whom they had already made a covenant with God. Hmm. Look who's here. <laughs> Paul wrote, I feed, fed you with milk, not solid food, for you were not ready for solid food. And even now you still are not ready for it. You are still of the flesh. God wants you to be fed, to not to divide, but to unite. Not to single out and nitpick, but to encourage and strengthen. Not to tear each other down, but to build each other up. Are we looking upon someone today with our own unsettled biases saying, well, look who's here, instead of welcoming them with the look who's here. Come sit. We are the body of Christ. Can you hear the people of Corinth calling? Well, what can you do? Katie Cannon would often speak of the fact that we must do the work our soul must have. And quite honestly, it is a twofold question of reflection for Corinth because on one hand, it asks a person to know what gifts they bring and to be secure in what they offer. How many of us doubt our own talents and take those insecurities out on our neighbors? How often have we had unachieved goals or clipped visions that make us short-sighted and bitter? On the other hand, this what can you do asks us also to take the gift exactly as it is shown and give it to us or give it to others in whatever package comes before us. Would you take seeds both from a handkerchief and water from a pail or only one or the other? Do we choose to hear multiple pronouns or continue with our own embedded theologies? Do we choose to stay silent in times of injustice or do we stand before the people despite all? Do we serve others through our own lenses or do we offer empathy by seeing their own situation? What can you do? Paul writes, for as long as there is jealousy and quarreling among you, are you not of the flesh? 
and behaving according to human inclinations. We should think with our eyes toward God. Can you see Paul pushing the people of Corinth to say, well, we can do it too? Paul writes with a request for unity and a desire for empathy. He writes telling them to put themselves into the shoes of others. Matter of fact, he says specifically that it doesn't matter that labels aren't actually important if they're all for the glory of God because all that we do should be for God anyway. The one who plants and the one who waters have common purpose and each will receive their wages according to the labor of each. We can do it too. Even think about how when playing Punchinella, when doing this type of memory exercises, have you ever gotten right whatever it was the person in the middle did? I never did. That's because the group never gets the presenter's gift just right because it isn't their gift themselves. But trying on another person's movement helps you to see the full value of a whole person. Reverend Amina. You have walked us through this game, but what can we truly learn from this? Well, I am so glad you asked. <laughs> First, we learned that, and this is the most important piece, we have a common goal. We have been given the great commandments to love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. And the second is love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. We should focus on the common goals. Do you remember what it is? Or have you been working in your own busyness and forgotten what you're working toward? Park Avenue, what is your goal? And are you all working together, an ensemble, despite any of the changes you might have had to really be in the whole church that you have wanted to be? Even more so, what is your own personal goal and your own personal calling from God? And are you operating in a space where you can allow it to bloom? Are you in the community Working, or are you sitting on your gifts? Position you want, or you aren't in the space you feel you should be? Are you holding on to whatever it is that God has given you because you don't want it to shine? Are you putting yourself in a place where you say, my art will never be accepted here, my life will never be accepted here, but not thinking of how God is willing to use you for who you are because God has made you who God has made you to be? Are you being your own walking, talking sermon in the midst of the common goal and working toward loving all the people that God has called for you to truly, truly love? we second learn that we all fit together. See, when we all come together to play, we are like a community planting a garden. Some are seeds and some have water. Some have dirt and some have the garden tools. Some have the directions and some have the old almanac knowledge that was passed down from their generations. Some know the climate and the position of the sun and the moon and how they impact growth and how January, February in Atlanta with a bunch of rain in 2020 may not be the best time to plant your seeds. 
Others know the taste of the very minerals that are in the soil. They can pick up the clay and taste it and tell you what's there. There's also the person with the green thumb that knows, the, I'm sorry, the brown thumb, as my mom is, that knows nothing but how to make lemonade and bring garden hats. Amen, because there's somebody <laughs> in here who is who has the brown thumb. We embrace you too. You're part of the garden. <laughs> no matter the opinion, whether you fall Democrat, Republican, or Independent, I mean whether you follow Paul or Apollos, you have a common goal to work toward in planting. We can't accomplish goals if we aren't using our gifts. It is the only way for us to truly be free by using and seeing how we all fit together in the garden. We third learn that there are stages to this. There are stages to this. The goal isn't gonna be accomplished today. And someone like me, I like for things to get done in a certain time in a certain fashion. It doesn't always happen that way. God is working on my patience. But the point is that I imagine that Paul had to be wondering why he even had to write the letter to begin with. Couldn't the church get it? After all, Paul was there at the very beginning. He spent 18 months there developing the group and teaching them how to do it. This wasn't the very first church, so there were other things that was going on. And after all, Paul had to think, perhaps, was his work somehow failing? No, Paul, your work wasn't. It's just that things and goals and sometimes take time, that steps sometimes have to be repeated, that steps sometimes have to be taken a little bit slower, that we have to learn something with a little bit more precision before we move forward. It's kind of like a math problem that we don't quite get all of the formulaic understanding for, and we have to go back and check and check and check our work. And we have to be patient, not only with ourselves, but with all the others in our group who are working toward doing the same thing, because there are stages, and just because some people are ready to move on to the next stage doesn't mean that everyone is there but as a common community, we have to remember that it is our job to make sure that even the first and the least are all included, that even the first and the least are all in the same spot, that even the first and the least are there in the same stage, and that no one is left behind. And it's okay that some steps will take a little bit longer. And you see, there was one part I didn't say about the game because, you know, we did talk about look who's here and, and what can you do and we can do it too. But the biggest thing that I feel like God is telling, I mean, that Paul and God are saying even in this letter is to choose your partner. Choose your co-laborers. And don't just choose the ones that are sitting beside you on your row. Don't just choose the people who you're comfortable with. Don't just choose the ones who look like you or sound like you or smell like you or like the same foods that you do, because I'm a foodie, and if you eat brunch with me, then we're going to be best friends. But I can't just use the people who are only going to eat brunch with me at any given time. We are co-laborers, not competitors. We are partners. We are not to gossip. We are not to do things that would tear down and hurt. We are to see people even in their flaws, in their whole selves. No ministry is done in isolation. 
They're all done in collaboration. No great movement happened with one person. No great movement happened without many different voices involved. No great movement happened without there being both the poor and the rich, the black and the white, and all the colors in between. No great movement happened without people unifying and really understanding themselves and understanding that it isn't just one kind of gift that would work. And moreover, we have to remember that as it is, there are many members, but there is yet one body. And that if we remember that that is the reason that Christ allowed himself to be crucified, that is the reason that Christ went to Calvary. That is the reason that Christ hung on the cross and died. That is the reason that Christ laid in a grave and resurrected himself because it is done in one body, in one collaboration, and everybody is working for the one goal, and that just because there's a sacrifice of one doesn't mean there has to be a sacrifice of others, but it means that we then have to live the vision of the sacrifice. Because if that was the work of Christ, then what is our work? And that we need each other to be able to do this work. And so I challenge you today to see who's sitting beside you or on the other side of the church or out the door or on the steps to really see and look at who they are, to see what they can do and see it in the way that they have given it to you. To say that, you know what, let me see if I can do it too. And if you fail at it, that's okay. Because at the end of the day, it's about seeing what it is that they could do. And then to be a good partner. And then switch out and get in the center. For as the songwriter says, see, I need you. And you need me. We're all a part of God's body. Stand with me. Agree with me. We're all a part of God's body. It is his will that every need be supplied. You are important to me. I need you to survive. I need you to survive. If you are a community, you need the other to survive. If you are working in a project, you need somebody to survive. If you are collaborating, you need somebody to survive. Pray with them. Pray for them. Allow them to pray for you remind themselves that they are just an extension of you, that they are a part of your collective spirit, that they are a part of your collective voice, because at the end of the day, no one can survive without each other. So we cannot harm each other from words from our mouth, that we need to love each other because we need each other to survive. Say, I love you, I love you, I need you, I love you, I love you, I need you, I need you, I need you, because that is the common purpose. The common purpose is to love and remember that others need you and you need them. And that we all need each other to do God's work. We need each other to survive. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Park Avenue Baptist Church podcast. If you'd like to worship with us in person, our services are on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. ish. We are at 486 Park Ave in Southeast Atlanta across the street from Grant Park at the corner of Park Ave and Sydney Street. To find out more about us or get in touch, visit our website at parkavebaptist.com. Now go into a world that is too often unjust, knowing that the God that created you loves you and empowers you to love boldly, live inclusively, and serve creatively. Mm -hmm.